<laughs> Hi guys and welcome to Girls Night from a Distance. I'm Autumn. Sydney. Julia. And today we're going to be talking about a little bit of a serious topic and from there I'm going to hand it off to Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um I don't know why I'm smiling right now. It happens when I something emotional happens. So like please disregard that. But um so last week um a very one of my very close friends who I saw as a brother um decided to give in to his mental health rather than um he, it's not that he wasn't strong or anything it's just you know he thought it was his time when it wasn't so I thought you know out of respect for him and out of respect for this whole topic about really getting deep into mental health um I thought it'd be a good podcast to do it for because I never realized how how strong mental health takes on each person until I lost some very dearly and then you kind of go and start back thinking on what if I told you I love you one more time what if I told you this is this like or even though you know you shouldn't be living in the what ifs or just we did not know that he was in that dark spot so when we got that call at three in the morning it was very very rough to hear and it still is but that's why I believed we should discuss it you know talk about the things that are considered taboo topics because maybe and this is again like you shouldn't live in the what ifs but I can't help but think if we were more open and honest about that maybe we could have tried to get him help or just be aware of the problem and be more aware so I don't know if you guys have any, have you guys had any interactions or past with mental health? I don't want to talk about I feel like Sydney's staring at me through the screen. I can feel her eyes like on me. I'm scared. Sydney's technically staring at both of you. From- <laughs> I know. I'm like peering. Um, yeah, I mean, little known fact I guess um obviously like I struggle with my mental health (laughs) sorry I'm gonna be weird about it um be weird mental health illness illness because that's what it that's what it is um runs in my family and um I have unfortunately lost uh my grandfather to his battle when I was much younger um it's something that you know a lot of us want to believe that it gets easier with age I I wouldn't say that uh I would say that you just um slowly learn to live with it um and sometimes uh days are harder than most to live with it and I mean uh, I've known Jules and Sydney for a very long time for most of my life now (laughs) um and I mean there was a good point 
a good year and a half where my mental health was really bad. And I mean, I tried to dip, <laughs> but I'm here. So, but I mean, uh, I don't think it's something that ever gets easier. And um, no, a lot of people who have taken the other road out. Um, I know people who are like me and have tried and are still here for a reason, probably, hopefully, hopefully. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so I think it's a hard topic to discuss openly and freely. Um, I think it's definitely getting easier. Um, but we can't ignore the different sides of mental health that play into it. Um, this month is a, a person, a minority mental health awareness month. Um, was formally recognized in 2008. So it's nice we're it's definitely we've made a lot more progress versus like when my parents were younger or um before that and so I mean all we can do is I mean check up on your friends and for you yourself all you can do is wake up every day and try and sometimes it's hard to try but gotta do it gotta do it I think I think we also there's many aspects everyone's different there's a different way to take this I think different ways to handle it you know I don't necessarily think it's bad if you know the only way you can open up by it is kind of doing it more in a lighthearted way some people you know that's how some people cope and um yeah I think it's Anyway, you feel comfortable talking about it. I don't think we should always consider a taboo topic, something that always has to bring down the mood, like somber. I don't think that has to be it. I think it's just willing to be open and honest and having a safe place. Like, you know, you can't help but think in the back of your head, well, why, if I knew, you know, then maybe we created that safe space. And what I've also kind of noticed too is, yes, like me personally, like with my mental health, like, um, you know, I've, I, I've had some issues I've had, but, you know, I've been fortunate enough to kind of navigate those issues. Again, everyone's different. Everyone solves it differently. And I think it's very important to remember that there is no solution does not go like this. And I think Autumn made a good point where it was your grandpa, where like most people were like, oh, well, it's only when you're in high school. Like, it's not going to be when you grow up. Like, no, it's something you suffer with every day. You wake up with every day. And that's not a bad thing. You know, it's that just happens. But I think what also kind of goes into society a little bit, where I notice is that with masculinity, you know, they don't really like to talk about how they feel and I think this goes into this adds to the mental health you know 
seeing they think men seeing each other cry that's weak or like you know that's not cool or that's not appropriate so yeah yeah, exactly it's not normal to let these things out so I think it's even harder for them or for that type of person to release how they feel about mental health and that's why I kind of wanted to talk about mental health this podcast and show that it is not a taboo topic it's a topic that needs to be discussed and it doesn't need to be discussed in one way or another just be discussed how you want to say and I think that's why we wanted to do this podcast in like a free-flowing way because there's no one way to say it yeah I mean Uh and it is very interesting um that you don't realize how many times you could have said I love you but you didn't until it's gone you know like I'll remember I said like love you like walking out the door like you know not really like being like just so you know like I love you as one of my best friends like you're an amazing person and I think we need to recognize that more just within ourselves within the friend groups when you're because you don't know what people are going through you you genuinely do not I could have not guessed what he was going through not at all so I think even like slightest difference and also like if something happens do not blame yourself like it is it's it's not it's it is their battle and you can help with their battle um but that day you know it is their battle and I've as a human it's hard not to feel guilt it's hard not to feel all of these the what ifs the what that's human but um you just kind of have to remember that it is an independent battle on the main part but it does help just saying like hey how are you doing today or like or if they don't want to talk about it be like hey like even if like it can be just like a little cute compliment like hey I think you look really nice today or you know just like hey I like how was your weekend just like simple as that I think um just needs to be recognized more so little things like that yeah for sure it goes a long way I think things go a long way when and I mean that's not saying when you are in a certain headspace it takes a lot to get you out of that headspace and all we can ask of friends and family is to be there and you know hopefully that's enough but we can't always when you're in that headspace when you're in that mindset that's not always going to help but it's when you ask like what can I do to do my part when you have someone in your life who's struggling with mental illness that's all you can do all you can do is be there be a reassurance um again don't make it strain your own mental health but just make check in once in a while always make sure and I 
completely understand the other side of you know it's tiring and it takes a lot of energy sometimes to be someone's um shoulder consistently but uh sometimes they they just need a little more love than others and you know take notice in it a little extra hug yeah no tighter hug um so that's why you know we can obviously bring this all around in the episode but that's why I think we just really wanted to touch upon it and if anyone needs a safe space or anything always always open um no matter what because I think sometimes it's easier to admit something not face to face and so if you need an outlet or anything I think that's very important especially if you don't feel like you have a safe space um and also it kind of relates is you know the grieving process I think very well goes into the mental health I've noticed that um this week I've not been myself and I don't think anyone expects that you know but I think the most important thing is to just say if you're grieving if you ever lost someone and you're like why didn't I feel this way or why that's okay there's no right or wrong to grieve in a certain way you know, when you're looking back at a time, if you did lose someone and you were feeling guilty that maybe you didn't cry at the funeral or something like that, so don't feel guilty. That is how maybe you process emotions. I I was in shock and I still am. So I think just keep in mind that everyone is different and that everyone handles things in a different way, which is very important. Yeah, I agree. Sids, you got anything to add? I mean, I feel like you guys covered it all. Yeah. Uh, For the most um, part. (laughs) It's a hard topic Mm -hmm. to um discuss i think um loss in general is hard but you know you have the loss of losing someone unexpectedly which is even harder and then you have the loss of not only losing someone unexpectedly but knowing that they chose to leave um and that's a different type of pain to go through and it's hard and there are different stages and depending on the relationship at hand it's a lot of healing to do and it's on your end and you know the biggest thing you can do for yourself right now is to be there with you um check in with friends who are going through the same thing but also just ground yourself and be there with you for a while don't feed into everything else don't pretend just be present with yourself and listen to yourself and your brain and your thoughts and how you're feeling because it's it's really easy 
in grief in general to slip into a very dark mindset what and that doesn't mean like dark as in like drastically dark it just means dark as in sad days dark days yeah and I think it's just really good that you mentioned that because you can't help but feel like you have to put on a mask when you go to work when you go out in public and do things and when you said that I didn't like it didn't fully hit me you know like I realized that I'm at work I have to put a smile on my face even if that's not how I'm feeling and I think when you come home after work you kind of forget to take off that mask and look at yourself and like take a deep breath and realize okay what um and I realized the only way I've started being able to kind of separate that is by writing just like journaling writing down because I think that kind of helps unveil it but I also think it's extremely, extremely difficult when you're going through this type of loss and you have to put a smile out when you walk out the door. You know, that's what our society ex expects, like to have an amazing day. And like, even if you see like TikTok, like Instagram, no one's posting them crying. Like that's not what's, nobody's t posting their problems. They're posting like the smiles, they're posting like the image of perfectionist, whatever, which is amazing. That's great. But I'm gonna be honest, not every day for me is a perfect day. Mm -hmm. uh, and I realize that that the world expects a smile from you, even when they shouldn't, they do. So when you have the time to be by yourself if you necessarily like don't think you can you know process these emotions outside in the public which I understand you know wherever you're comfortable with I think take a deep breath and realize it's okay to feel what you feel and not what the world expects you to feel yeah there's a lot that I mean and even those with, you know, not going through grief or struggling with mental health is the same thing. I mean, everyone has their own expectations of how they should be in their head, as well as society's expectations of how they should be outwardly. And some it can be a lot up in there. So, I mean, life is a process and it's uh, a lot, a lot of us have healing to do from other stages of our life and sometimes that pain that we didn't recognize in previous stages shows up and there's a lot one has to do to get better and be better and feel better and sometimes it's a lot easier to just stop no yeah, and I think if you need to talk to someone, or I think if you are really down and you don't know what to do, I think it's always good to remember that you can talk to someone. You should not be ashamed to open up about it. 
you should not be ashamed to say, I need help. That is nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, that is strong. That is brave. If you have the courage to be like, no, like I actually like need to like talk to someone about this, like what I'm feeling. Because guess what? Most people, they're not going to be able to say that. They're not going to be able to recognize that. And if you can't, you can't, you know, again, everyone has their own battles. Everyone fights differently. But I just want people to know who want to talk and are embarrassed that maybe they want to see a therapist or want to be open. Don't be embarrassed. I, especially when it comes to males or just like just having supposed to have the identity of having it all together. Don't be ashamed of needing to talk. You're human. Yeah. That is literally the point of human existence is to coexist with one another and to talk with each other. I think there's definitely, and I mean, it's talked about all the time, but there is that stigma around men, you know, that they can't do this. um, They can't feel, they can't do that. They can't do that. They have to be a certain type of way to be considered a man and I just I think it's utter bullshit because I find that the most mentally um aware of themselves people and emotionally aware of themselves uh people men um are happier and I feel like when one recognizes themselves and gets a step in the process that ultimately I mean it's the end goal but ultimately that's what you want to see happen is someone to be happier I think it's very interesting stigma that no one really tries to change I think it's a hard one to try to change just because it's like reinstated and everything when you're watching a movie and let's say like the love interest the love interest isn't going to be seen crying it's going to be the main character and then the love interest is going to be the one that's strong and hugging them telling them everything's going to be okay so for men who have to deal with this stigma I think it's very um, not talked about maybe as much as it should not recognized, I think, the importance of it. I think we talk about, oh, no, like, you know, like, like toxicity with masculinity and all that. But I think what isn't talked, like, isn't really fully realized on the depth of it is how strong the stigma is. Yeah. How present it is in your daily lives. It's sad. I'm like, I can remember all of my girlfriends crying. I can remember every single one. And I think about all my guys who went through the same exact problems. They did not cry. Yeah. Yeah it's I mean men and women are raised very different in this society and how they should respond or 
um, how they shouldn't respond is more actively ingrained into them, especially when they're younger. So, yeah, it's society. Society. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Um, so, continuing. Um, what did you, what did everyone else do this week? You know, how are you guys feeling? <laughs> Exhausted. I'm tired. Between like 4th of July and then also the shit ton of birthdays because I have a bunch of kids in this family. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And 4th of July, birthdays, hanging out with people, work. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready to catch myself and fat sleep I'm also two hours ahead of you guys so yeah I'm ready to catch myself a fat sleep fat sleep <laughs> fat sleep not, not a fat nap because it's gonna be longer than a nap oh, no shit and when you're on a like it's strange how like when you're on like go to go basis how like mentally drained you are and then that results in you physically being drained oh yeah takes a toll on your body mental health does that in general it takes a toll on your body because of the hormones it releases inside of your head like I could slowly feel myself starting to get to the point where I'm gonna be burned out <laughs> between everything yeah. yeah like I'm like how can I avoid this because like I need to be able to do shit. <laughs> Get that. <laughs> well, very yep. similarly, I also don't think it helps because I'm in the state of Texas and it's hot as hell. Mm. And so like going outside is energy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be here. Yeah. yeah. And then just heat in general just fucking drains you. Does it, does it, does. Yep, I need to go in the heat because I'm pale. My doctor says I need more vitamin D, even though I'm getting enough vitamin D, just not enough as the doctor would like, apparently. It's not my fault. I'm work from 10 to 6.30. Oh, yeah. Get the pills. Mm-hmm. I am. Vitamin D. Vitamins. Oh, I am. <laughs> She's like, I am. I've been for like three years. Oh no, Julia. It's okay. And what you're telling us is it doesn't do shit if your doctor's still oh, telling you. It's a placebo. Say so what? <laughs> <laughs> placebo it's a placebo you're lying i i don't no. know if that's true i just <laughs> from what you're telling for a second that was scary for a second i was like are you telling you're me? saying is like, you're no. saying it's not working i just think it's not working enough but the point when she said it's placebo i'm like i'm spending fucking 20 dollars a month on a fake pill i mean 
Would it be shocking? Probably not. <laughs> yes. Not Would really. No. I'm going to go get more water. Please, please talk. Continue the conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be so hard. I know. I know. Sarah, I know what are you going to do without you? <laughs> Sid, I know it's hard for you to like hold this conversation. <laughs> I need you to put in your value right now. My value is just my beautiful face. And if that's not enough for people, then I don't know what is. Okay, but what if they're a podcast and they can't see your beautiful face? And you just Well, if they watch the YouTube video, they will. Which okay. most people do, it seems like. You're right, you're right. I'm so sorry. Fuck, my bad. Duh. Duh. How could I be so stupid into thinking <laughs> that? Sid, Sid's motto is sit still and look pretty. That is her motto, it sounds like. Yes. Okay. It's a good song. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I picked up on that, but it's fine. I've noticed. I don't know if Autumn didn't hear that. Sit still and look pretty. She got the last yeah. part. Did you hear I said to her? No. Come on. She's going to edit this, so she's going to hear it anyways. Yeah. Then I'll let you hear, I'll let you hear it. It's funny. <laughs> it funny. I believe you. I believe you. Oh, my God. I want to apologize for not being on my A-game. I'm really tired. I got birth control in my arm last week, like literally the day after 4th of July. I got next one on. And yeah. What do you mean in your arm? Okay. Okay. There is a birth control called Nexplanon. It is an implant that gets inserted into your arm. It's like that that big. Skinny thingy. Then my arm. My arm is really bruised. It's been in pain for the last like week. Um, I, I'm exhausted. I did not really listen to <laughs> my gyno because she was like, don't lift things. And I was like, I right, let me buy a TV stand and lift it by myself because I live by myself and who needs a man? But hey, I got a new TV stand. It looks really, really nice in my <laughs> my little apartment. But should I have lifted that thing by myself? No. Did I mess up my other arm by lifting it by myself? Yes. So am I in even more pain? Because now my upper arm on my left side is bruised and my lower arm on my right side is bruised. So I'm just vibing. I'm vibing in pain. Super tired. You I fucked your whole shit up. <laughs> Yeah. In the month of April, I decided to be social and make friends. And now I'm like socially drained. So I think What's like overall, day? overall, I'm just like exhausted. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, but I'm trying to get my life together. Do I want to? Not really. I want to sleep all the time. Knock it out of bed. Like getting so your tired. life together. Sleep. So tired who am I what am I doing anything for what but I I also do my dishes a very particular way so it takes me longer than normal people doing their dishes so I don't know how can you do it a different way I feel like it's like 
very, very, very one way. I have to wash. Well, I don't use a dishwasher. Like I don't use my dishwasher. I don't use it in general. That's like a no-no. Um, I live in an apartment. Dishwashers are no-nos. We're um, I mean, we don't use our dishwasher. We just use it as like a drying rack. What? Yeah, I don't even do that here because like we had like a staining problem. Like I had a weird mm. problem and like I was just like, yeah, I'm not ever using it again. My bad. Never again. My parents do it. just don't want to pay the water bill that it's going to be to use a fucking dishwasher. Valid, valid. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I just air dry all my dishes. Um, but I wash my dishes like by category. So I wash all the cups at the same time, all the like pots and pans at the same time, bowls, plates. So it's segmented into like what gets washed first and all that stuff. I don't do that, but like I will separate everything to like where it has its own space. And like I need to separate like the, have like all the forks together all the knives together all the spoons together what i'm finding out is i have undiagnosed adhd um probably (laughs) yeah i'm diagnosing it right now you're not i don't think you can do that no but in my mindset i am in my mind (laughs) (laughs) what's bad is it might be true but it also might be like one of my million other mental health disorders but i downloaded an app recently or you have ocd maybe i can Uh, um i downloaded an app recently to help me like be more motivated and i've been saying how long have i been saying it i need an app on my phone that's like a widget that's like has the to-do list and it goes i found an app Ooh. I found an app. Tell me, send that, it away. What is it? Yeah, but it's designed for people with ADHD. Hello. <laughs> I don't have ADHD, but is this app like a blessing to me? Yes. I do. Hello. I know. I know I'll send it to you. Um, but I found it and it's actually really helped me. And I have like a water intake app. I'm trying to take better care of myself, guys. And yeah. my way of doing that is downloading a million apps. one apps until I find like the three that are going to cure everything about me. So I don't have yeah. to pay I've been doing $85 so a session for a therapist. Trying to find apps to work for me because like a lot of the times I'll find an app and it'll work for like a little bit and then stop working. And I'm like, well, fuck, what do I do now? <laughs> Let's find another one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a cycle. <laughs> that or I'll just forget about it because if I don't have like it in front of me I don't I don't take note of it which I which I guess is bad but I mean I forget that's another thing that I never use it symptom I feel like that goes along with ADHD is like if certain things aren't in front of you you're gonna fucking forget yeah and so I made it like it's on my home screen and I have it taking up like most of the space on yeah. like because it's as soon as I unlock my phone, that it's is there. That's what it opens up to. So I know what I have to do. And I think that is as good as it's gonna get. And I'm not saying everything I put on my task list, I'm gonna do daily. There are days that yeah. I can't help what's going on in life. And I can't hold myself always responsible. If I do that all the time, I'm going to beat myself up because my life is not a consistent schedule ever besides going to work. 
but the goal is to create certain habits um, for myself as an individual that at least I know I can keep up with and do in a day. Yeah. It doesn't mean beating myself up if I can't complete the habits, but yeah. it takes 21 days to develop a habit. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have not gone there at all. Nope. <laughs> Longest I've done something is a week. Don't be like me. <laughs> 21 days. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to go to the gym for a straight 21 days. Honestly, right? I think about it all the time. I'm like, okay, you know what I need to do? I need to go to the gym for 21 days. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You want to hear my Please little give me anxiety. <laughs> exactly. But it's not the gym itself is what I've discovered. I hate walking into it. <gasps> I hate walking yes. into the gym. I once I'm in the gym like once I get past the doors and I get checked in and stuff and I get out of the locker room and I have my like rip off beat headphones because I'm poor guys my rip off beat headphones on I'm fine I can do any workout I want I can do it I I mean sometimes am I like oh I can't do what she's doing yes but if I need to do a workout I'm gonna do a workout and I usually can get past that it's literally getting out of my car and going into the gym. I can't do it. I will have a panic attack in my car. Like, I'm like, no, I have to go to the gym with someone, which makes me a super codependent person. But then I get annoyed with the person I go with because once I'm in the gym, like the person I'm going with, I'm like, you need to keep up with me. Like, we need to do the treadmill for this long. We need to do these squats. We need to do this. We need to do that. Like, I'm very much like, if you're going to work out with me, we're going to work out. So, I don't know. Complex. What if they, like, did something else? Like, what if, what if like, they're like, okay, you do your thing and I'm going to do my thing? That's fine. That's fine. It's more like, usually what happens is I have friends go with me and they're like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, that's fine. This is what we're doing. And then they're like, well, I just, like, I haven't worked out in a while. I don't know if I could do that. And then I'm like, then why'd you come? why are you here I was like and I'm saying this because I don't work out consistently so I don't think anything that I do like I understand all of our bodies can handle different things all of that stuff but I do not weigh the lightest I do not work out the most consistent um I have asthma a heart murmur (laughs) plethora of things my this is a weird thing and I'm going to bring it up. If I'm on the treadmill longer than 10 minutes, my legs get so itchy. And I looked up the reason for this because it's weird, but it's because my blood vessels are expanding inside of me and making me itch. So if I can be on a treadmill for 20 minutes with my legs burning, whether I'm wearing shorts or leggings, then anyone can go to the gym and handle their shit in my brain. And I am always, if I'm going to the gym, I'm going to be on that treadmill for about 20 minutes. It just happens. Am I going to do all my RDLs? I'm going to do all of my kickbacks. I'm going to do all my stuff, but I'm a leg girl. I could do leg stuff all day, all day, leg and glute stuff all day. I don't understand the upper chest stuff, but I have a bad shoulder. So that might keep me away from that stuff. Um, do you want to hear a funny story? Yes. 
want to know. This is the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, I will never go on a treadmill again. Did you fall? Wait to the story, Autumn. <laughs> Wait to the story. So I'll picture the screen for you. It was fourth grade, Halloween. I was Frankenstein's groom something. Wait, not groom. <laughs> Bride. Bride. I was like, oh, okay, you go, Julia. <laughs> okay, a little different. Non-binary. Um, <laughs> so, no, I had a long dress on, everything. So, I'm in third grade. Whatever. Going to a Halloween party at a kid's house. I thought the it was fourth changing. grade. I thought it was fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, it's fourth or third grade. I was thinking in my head. <laughs> fine, let's give it fourth grade. Does it fucking... Okay, it needs to be consistent, Julia. If you're gonna tell there are holes story. in your story. God, okay, goddamn, hang me. Okay, what the fuck? I'm being questioned by the police right now. It's my story. <laughs> I don't need some integrators. Like, I don't know. I didn't say that word correctly, but like, stop. It's my story. You don't. You don't pick it. I didn't even get to it. Okay. Gay country like, the one you speak can't be about picking out my story that's rude okay <laughs> okay Sid I'll hear your opinion after I say the story and I will gladly appreciate it anyway so I get this bully whatever this mean girl was going on the treadmill and at the friend's house and she was like oh I bet no one can top this and dumb Julia in my head is like oh I'm gonna show this girl I'm gonna show it like she deserves to be wrong in this top speed instantly jumped down <laughs> I like jumped down on the treadmill I fling against and I go into the wall worst part is treadmill is up against the wall so my so then they unplug it because I keep getting rolled and rolled and over and over because I'm stuck between the wall and the treadmill. But the thing is, they unplug it. It's keep going though because it's stuck on my dress. So like it's going and everyone's like, I don't know what to fucking do. Like every kid's like, we unplugged it and it's still going. I don't know what to do. And I'm like against the wall. Probably that's for like a good couple of minutes. And then like finally I was just like, tear off my dress, like just take it like. And then I literally get up um, with the guy who was hosting it. He was a doctor. And he's like, hold on, Dr. Love coming through with an ice pack. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I went straight to the door, saw my mom. She followed me out. And I started bawling my eyes out. So I was outside. And I found out I had, like, third-degree burns from the shit. And, like, I still have, like, skin patterns off. Because it kept going because of my dress. I'm... And then high school, they're like, I'm like, I'm not going on a treadmill. I'm like, I will literally do anything except a treadmill in this PE class. I don't care what it is. And he's like, no, I need you to go on this like treadmill for at least like, give me at least two minutes and you'll pass. And I'm like, no, no, please don't make me do this. And they're like, we'll put it at the lowest speed possible. I'm like, this is before I learned gym doesn't count. And so that that was my last time I'll ever go on a treadmill. Oh, I thought something traumatic happened in high school too. Oh no, I just like oh I had panic attack on the treadmill. 
but like it was no I had a panic attack on the treadmill that was my first ever panic attack too so but you gotta do what you gotta do I guess apparently it's so teachers don't really I have it. never been in a PE class I was like you need to use a treadmill yeah, are you no. kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like I feel like you your have, PE like... teachers were targeting you for something because <laughs> I took PE school, in high I school. Take regular PE. I did dance instead. I had a choice between oh. regular PE and dance, and I chose dance because I was like, that's an easy A right there. In high school, I did um regular PE all the freshman year. Um, it was called gymnasium, like it was a certain type of PE, but it was regular PE. And then, um, the same thing. Sophomore year, I took outdoor education for the first half of the year, and then I took phys ed the second half of the year, regular PE the second half of the year. So, what's going on with your schools? All right. I mean, like, we had, like, where we pick, you get to choose a unit, you can do, like, kickball or soccer, but, like, what the, like, treadmill thing was, like, oh, you should usually follow your friends, but that was, like, workout room versus baseball. I think there is something wrong with your school. Yeah, your school's weird. (laughs) Yeah, it is weird, because guess what a unit was? I love this unit. Oh, God. It's, um, the, we dancing, what's the, like, (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm just like, dance just dance yeah, that was just a unit dance. just dance for like two months I love just dance I did too I it love so just dance um now the PE teachers like they I got on their good side because I just talked to them they they just made me do it because they knew I was hopeless because I wouldn't participate in anything like one time I kicked the ball in a soccer game they were like yes Julia yes <laughs> I'm the most unathletic person you'll ever meet. So they didn't really expect that much from me. I I guess I'm semi unathletic because like I won't commit to the gym. <laughs> and I didn't like consistently do sports growing up. Like, yes, I was always in a sport until I think high school time. Maybe. I can't remember, but I was always doing stuff growing up. Because I was in t-ball when I was younger I was in dance when I was younger I was in volleyball band for a little bit had to run in heels a lot for speech and debate that's a sport sport. you want a real challenge run in heels up a stairs do that do it it hurts yeah. And don't fall, don't fall because you'll rip your freaking stockings and that's not allowed. So figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you think you have to be athletic to go to the gym? Like I'm not athletic, but I go to the gym. No. Yeah. I think I'm inconsistent with the gym enough that I will never become athletic. <laughs> Because I think if you are consistent at the gym and you work out every day and all this stuff, right? And not even every day, but like more than twice a week, right? More than three times a week. If you work out a lot, you're consistent enough. You're athletic. 
you have an athletic build by the end of that. You are built. You are athletic. You don't have to play sports to be deemed athletic. You're picking up a hundred pound weights if you're lifting a 50, 50 pound in each hand. You're lifting a hundred pounds a day. That's athletic. You're on the treadmill running up a 1.5 steep and going 3.0 oh, so whatever. Like you are athletic. Yeah, I get it. You're not in track. Cool. But you're literally running um like four miles every day on the Stairmaster. Like, I don't know. But I feel like it's more of like a, mo- like, at least for me, like having the motivation to, I, yeah, like, I think consistent and do it because like, I'm like, I would be better if I had someone to do it like yeah. me and like force me to be like, bitch, you need to yeah but like I don't have that so I'm like eh. yeah I would be better if I had like one a gym partner to go with and two just a way to get over my anxiety I think like having someone there helps in the beginning like walk and walk like for the first like two weeks say we're going to the gym we're doing stuff together the whole time the second two weeks we're going to the gym and we're starting to do stuff separately. And then the third time it's, we're going to both go to the gym, but we're showing up at different times to where eventually you can go to the gym and be by yourself. But it has yeah. to be like, I hate to be like a child and be like, it has to be that step-by-step process, but it has to be that step-by-step process for yeah. me. My anxiety is like way too much. You have to baby autumn when it comes to the gym. Yeah. Yup. Yup. You're so right about like the first five minutes of like walking into the gym. Like, yeah. Oh my God. No, that actually gives me anxiety. And also, too, is like, like looking like where, where, where you're going to find the machine. You know what I hate worse since I moved to LA? Going mm-hmm. to the gym alone, right? But it's my first time at a gym. So I have to navigate where the fuck everything is. I think that gives me anxiety. It's like Especially one, if it's like a big gym right, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's finding like the right equipment. Like where can I grab that? Can I not grab that? Am I supposed to ask? That gives me anxiety. Yeah. Once I'm in the gym and I'm working out, I don't like that anxiety of like people around me and all that stuff goes away because I all know like for the most part, a lot of people like don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. So if I look a little funny and I don't know what the fuck they're I'm doing, I mean, I probably don't, but they don't know that because <laughs> they probably don't know what the fuck they're doing. And that's like, that's how my brain works in the gym. But like getting into the gym, I'm like, nope. Like I will literally drive to the gym and sit out there for 10 minutes before I'm like, finally, okay, I'm going home. Like I can't, like I can't walk in it, the door like it's not Wait, have you actually like, driven there and like not go yeah but the gym also like the gym is literally like five minutes down the street so it's not oh. like I'm driving like 35 minutes away and then, like sitting outside the gym and be like yeah no no it's like five minutes away oh okay and then you really can always be like well I'll just go tomorrow yeah 
And then my apartment gym is still not open. So I still have the excuse of like, oh, well, I have to go like out to go to the gym. Like if my apartment gym was open, I probably would use it. But it's not. I went, yeah, that's so much better because you can just and walk then- there. No one's going to be in there usually. Less anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to just work out at home. Yeah. And even that, like, I always feel like, you know, when you're doing that, you tend to, like, have days where you're also like, well, Eh. I don't need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there is no accountability. Yeah. I'm trying to do this thing with a guy I'm talking to where we hold each other accountable. So, like, I'm supposed to work out every day. And he's supposed to, like, get ready for the day every day. But um, it's not working. I have still, well, he's supposed to, he's supposed to send me proof that he's, like, gotten ready for the day. And he hasn't done that. Vlogging. And so I think because he hasn't done that, that's my excuse of, like, why I haven't started working out yet. Consistently. So it's all his fault is what I'm saying. It's all his fault. (laughs) Not really. It's my fault because I'm not holding myself accountable. But it's his fault because I said so. It's his fault. I'm going with that. Yep. It's his. I don't I don't care what you say it's his. Yeah. Automatically. Your hair looks so nice down, Sydney. Thank you. It's so pretty, so long. My hair is all short. It needs to grow out. Get some like serums or like vitamins. Well, I mean, it is growing. I can't. I mean, mean, probably speed up the pro of like. Yeah. Like good ones will like speed up the process. I don't know. So I've tried to use all those serums and I don't know if it's my hair type or what, but I just feel like it makes my hair oily. Mm, yeah mm. like I don't feel like it's helping do you like keep it in or do you like wash it out and it's still like oily you know no I keep it in because mm. it's, it's not like, it's the ones you apply like after the shower or you uh, like like doing your hair and I feel like it makes my hair like super oily and I'm like Ugh. I'll do some research for you and like I will like run like my I just don't like because I run my hands through my hair a lot like I move yeah. my hair around right so I don't like putting my hand in my hair and then just feeling oil and then I'm like yeah. and you're not supposed to wash your hair every day and you're not supposed to like do all this stuff for your hair right and I don't and I've been told that yeah like, oh. my hair's pretty thick though so it's always gonna look fine <laughs> I just I want it to grow. Yeah. Well, I want to have I'll do research. Hair. It's time to me do some research for you. I also need to dye my hair, but I don't know what to dye it. Like, like color, like, like not like normal color, like fantasy color. Dye. Yeah, like dye color. <laughs> not fantasy color. Dye color. It's all no. dye color. I think. Well, like, I kinda... like, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, I know. I I have ideas, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely. I think I'm done with black for a while. One black is like super hard to get out of your hair, as yeah. I was told. But I think I'm done with it for a while, considering I mean, just dyeing it brown and letting it grow out until I'm 
ready to like fuck with it again but I love I love messing with my hair it's like my favorite way of self-expression yes yeah ew I hate that I just did that anyone who's watching the YouTube please stop please like don't look at what I just said okay <laughs> that was a cringe like 2017 moment for me so just honestly just ignore that Oh my gosh, 2017. I was 16. I was 16 too. See, like, you just, I think you're so much older than me just because you seem (laughs) wiser. It's called trauma. (laughs) It's called going through shit. True. I always forget sometimes because I meet people who are older than me and I'm like, dang you seem like you're like 22 and I'm like I'm 22 why am I and then they're like I'm 27 and I'm like that normal am I am I the problem or are they the problem someone needs to tell me most definitely I mean here's the thing I've always gotten along with people who are older than me and like I have friends my age obviously but like I a majority of my friends are at least like two to ten years older than me um and I don't know how to necessarily like navigate with my age group that well that's why like I only have about three friends that are my age literally three (laughs) maybe four maybe four or five but um not a lot of friends my age everyone else is older and I think that's just because I relate more to that age like older which it's not like majority older I'm not saying these people like yes one of my friends is 10 years older than me but I'm like it usually falls between the two to like six year age range where but it's always like been like that yeah so I don't know a little strange it's like a majority of my friends are younger than me I'm like always like the oldest but then again I was also held back in like what was it second grade so like I was kind of forced (laughs) into like having to like remake new friends and they were all obviously younger than me I mean it's okay Sydney if you don't like having younger friends it's fine <laughs> it's not that just... I think people are always it. shocked when I'm like it makes um, just me, me feel older <laughs> than I actually am because I'm like they're all like young and then I'm like old <laughs> I used to think Julia was younger, younger. Like I used to think Julia was at least like a year and a half younger than me. I feel like, yeah. I feel like if you just talk to me, she was like a baby. (laughs) I, I literally, I feel like the baby. You are the baby. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Might be by a few months, but you still are the baby. But I feel like significantly, like, I feel like, oh, okay. I feel like, I feel like you guys are like, 
okay so where you're actually like a couple years older but like <laughs> honestly like, you are Sid, you're like ancient so you don't count god but i like i just like generally feel like younger than both like just i feel like also but if you listen to us talk and you did not know our age you would 100% think i was younger too you would yeah i feel like it would come off a certain way i mean i don't know i i've always been perceived as older um but i've also randomly get like be like you're like 18 and i'm like oh my gosh you think i'm 18 because like no I've always been like a lot of people are always like oh like I just assumed you were like 24 and I'm like that's rude not but at the same time I get it well it's rude because I'm not that age it's it's not rude because it's old (laughs) it's like someone going up to you being like how old are you 27 like that's rude Wait, how I'm old are you younger? I always be as everyone thinks I'm like I've gone like 18, 19. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 25. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and my thumb was not out correctly. Two five, two, 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 one. You're below me. <laughs> What? That's why she at the bottom. Sydney is two five. Okay. I'm two two. You're two one, and you're below me. That's why she's at the bottom of the screen. Because <laughs> the baby, stay there. Okay, I give off that energy. I feel like it really. Get, I feel like the energy it gives off is like. I mean the baby like youngest child Sid middle and like autumn old yeah even though me and it's autumn called switched. Like switched it's called most traumatic to least. Yeah. <laughs> most traumatic <laughs> to least traumatic oh, if that if that was the case I guess it would be accurate like trauma rankings would be like autumn Sydney Julia it's like, <laughs> That's like an I'm elevation saying. it's all like if you've seen the scale charts where it's like one up here and then you go down here's another one and then it just drops this is julia <laughs> <laughs> we say that and then like yeah people we don't need to talk about <laughs> okay let's knock on wood no oh, yeah. trauma for yeah. julia no. Knock okay, on wood. No, no, no. No, no knock on your head <laughs> Yeah. I like knock on wood. I'm knocking my desk. I know, even an, reached up to knock. You're all yep. Knock on wood. It's an insult to myself, but like I'm such a superstitious person that since I've done it, like okay, I'm just gonna keep doing it. Maybe maybe it's just wood in my head. Maybe there's not a brain, but like okay, I'll Pinocchio. tell you why. <laughs> I'll saw this. Sit. It's because you look younger. So that's why people think you're younger. It's because you have that. Yeah, job that. She has, she has amazing genetics. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Then autumn, it's because you speak older. Like you speak wisely. You know, you use certain vocabulary yeah. that I feel like. 
I was like, our age group wouldn't use drama. <laughs> I know oh, this wait. is crazy. I, I really, I drama. didn't hear that. Did you say that? You I'm ever sorry. like? So sorry. Have you ever cried yourself to sleep? That might that might help. Vocabulary. <laughs> Definitely help you learn new vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Just do it a few more times. Date okay. an older guy, and think he's gonna be the one you marry, and then have a horrible breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll like. Um, I think it's all and like guys. don't throw picture frames. What was it? <laughs> like was it plastic um, picture frames? I did not throw a pot. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, no, there's a lot. Pot? Yeah, that sounds right. No. Um, no, yeah. Just date a lot of bad people. Gain a lot of wisdom. <laughs> date a lot of not so good people. Grow up in a environment. <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah you'll have a recipe for trauma a lot that goes into that i guess a lot more but that's a baseline you know date people who are no good for you trauma yeah cut people who you're supposed to cut but you don't cut out of your life (laughs) trauma (laughs) <laughs> I don't use weapons. I physically don't want to end up in jail, so I'm not cutting anyone. The ties. <laughs> Come on. The ties. Sydney's face was so confused. She went, what? <laughs> you went up in jail? She's like, I, I just cut someone off, though, as a friend. I'm going to jail. <laughs> No, I was confused because I'm like, what the fuck is Anna talking about fucking <laughs> weapons for? That's not what Julia said. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I sound older because of that. I think I also, like, the octave of my voice is kind of deep at times, so I think that makes me sound older. My customer service voice freaks everyone out because it's, like, a whole, like, level higher and people freak out. Do it. give me a business name um i'll give my hotel that i'm working at ready i don't think you should give that out okay (laughs) it's a public information but um fine i'll just give like a random thing starbucks okay okay yeah act like this is the phone okay okay I gotta get in the care. I could just use my actual phone. You, yeah, yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I gotta get in the character. Ugh. Mm-hmm. This is like what I have to go through at work, though. I'm like, oh my god, the phone's ringing. Like, I don't want to do this. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. How can I help you? Oh my god. That was good, but wow, your voice does change. Cool. Yeah. Most There's people's voices do for the most part. Hmm? Like yeah. when they do like their customer service voice, I, it always I, changes. Yeah, I feel like it should. Yeah. I feel like it does, but Autumn's really changed. Yeah. I know. It's the girls at the office are like, oh my gosh, I thought you sound Yeah, it sounds different. I think sometimes when I'm super tired, I answer the phone and I'm like, hi, 
this is na na na. How can I yeah. help you? And then when I'm actually like customer service motivated, I'm like, hi, my name's Autumn. <laughs> like, like, how are you today? Yeah. Depends on like the phone call and my energy. Yeah. yeah. That's a perfect voice for it though. I feel like, you, you know what? Apple should record your voice and I feel like you could be I a good Siri. No, like I genuinely think like, it Siri. was like, my bitch. I don't know because doesn't she have to sound like, I don't even know what Siri sounds like to be honest with you guys because I don't use her. Oh, I don't use her either. Does I'm like, I have no her? idea what her voice sounds like. I mean, mine's set up, but I don't fucking use her. Really. I mean, I I guess I use her for Apple Maps, but someone muted her on my maps once, like when they were driving my car, and I've never turned her back on, so I actually have not heard her voice in like four months. Hmm? So, yeah. Does anyone use her? <laughs> Why do we have Siri? People use like Alexa and Google. Yeah. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. I got a Google. I'm mean to our Alexa. We have an Alexa in the office and I, I get mean to her because she like doesn't fucking listen. I'll be like, Alexa. I mean to my phone because I get really fucking annoyed when it doesn't understand me. Yeah. I don't like those things. I never want one. And people think I'm crazy for that. But, like, I do not want to own one ever in my home. Like, I don't want to Google. I don't want an Alexa. They, like, freak me out. I mean, mine's always unplugged, so. See, but, like, valid. But, like, my parents have one. Unless I'm using it. And it, like, will turn on randomly. Mm. And it'll be like, I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. And I'm like, stop. What didn't you catch? No one was talking to you. No one. Like, it'll be dead silent. And she just turns on. And I'm like. Uh, that's, no. that's the hackers you turn it off that's, how, just they, fucking that's stupid, how they talk to children I wonder who's going to be the bridezilla probably or not me one. I've already said it I think I mean Sydney knows this I've already said it I'm not planning my wedding Sydney's planning my wedding Sydney yeah. you want to plan mine yeah <laughs> like, we're like we're not planning ours no but I just show me pictures. I'm the one with the certificate, so it makes sense. I want to elope. Oh, you want to elope? So I will be really easy to plan. Yes. For the elopement part. The technically the actual like celebration and all that that I want involves, I don't know. We'll talk I got about. it. When I'm so actually think- engaged, which nothing. When I'm actually engaged, We'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. Um, that was a little suspicious. But anyway, Sid, can I ask you a question? Yes. Event planner. See, would you plan my wedding? I don't want to do the small details, but if you like show me a picture with like this or that, I'll pick that. I'll pick yeah. one. Does yeah. that count as planning? Like, I feel like, it? yeah. Or, okay. like, I know people will do, like, who are, like, know what they want. Like, like me, I have, like, a whole-ass Pinterest board. Okay, I don't. See, just, okay. just show See, me some pictures, and I'll say yes. Good. See, Sydney, if and you figure lived out, out here, yeah. if you lived out here, and you wanted to start your event company, girl, I got you. Yeah. I'll help you start renting out tables. I'll help you start doing all that shit. 
I watch so much DIY stuff that I swear I will make Dollar Tree our best friend. You don't even know. But you don't live out here. You live in San Francisco. California. Yeah, you live in like San Fran area. It's just expensive. And like licensing, like I have people who will play for your party planning. Probably hella expensive too. What is on the bottom of this? Yeah, but that is the goal. My own business in event planning. That's the goal overall. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if you need for someone else after everything. Yeah, if you need the help, and you ever feel like moving, I will give you the help. From afar, all I can do is say, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. That's all yeah. I can say. Because trust me, there. I mean, that's a goal in life, right? Work yeah. for yourself, no one else. Because like, I would love to get off my butt one day, as we've all talked about. Well, I don't know if Jules, uh, maybe. But I would love to get off my butt and like commit to being a virtual assistant and social media yeah. managing and all, marketing managing and all that stuff. But I mean, I'll be your guess I'm destined to be a therapist. Are you though? I mean, I think so in a way, but I yeah. also think that I'm not going to feel fulfilled in life until I'm in charge of myself. Yeah until I can like do what I want be who I want breathe like live according to me yeah I don't really like um I mean talked about it like I want to travel the whole United States in a year like Mm -hmm. I want to live in a van strictly for a year maybe a year and a half but no no longer than that I'm not a van girl I need a home but like I want to I want to see everything I want to be able to like be like I've worked so much the past month you know I deserve a little vacation let me fly myself to yeah I don't know Rome I like I want to be able to do that and plan it and be chill and just like not and I always say I want to be comfortable I don't want to be overdoing it I just want to be comfy Yeah. yeah like I would love like right now in my current situation like if I not only could pay for my rent but also anything that came my way yeah and I mean it sucks but I guess this is the curse of being young and in your 20s right it sucks not to like for like when my car what happened with my car happened when the radiator busted all that fan and all that it sucks to go you know mom and dad what are we doing and not all right I'm gonna figure this out like let me be an adult right it sucks to always like be like mom dad what do I do like I had to get my tire done today and I instantly texted my dad and I was like hey I know we have a warranty but if it's too much like you know and that's like sucks yeah because like yeah I make my own money and I can support the roof over my head I can support my two animals and myself but I mean, if we're being completely honest, like if I like broke an arm, I wouldn't be able to pay for myself. Like, right. If I got into the position where I couldn't go to work for a few, like if I got a stomach bug, 
and I couldn't go to work for a week, oh, I'd be fucked. I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. I wouldn't be able to do stuff. And like, that's the reality of your 20s. And that sucks that that's the reality of your 20s. But gosh, it's so tiring. So like the goal, I think, and maybe it's just our generation, but just work for yourself. Yeah. Not to, and even if like, I have no problem working for someone else, but I need my freedom. Yeah. I don't like being restrained. And, and relying like, on another person to that, give yeah. you like time off. Like, yeah. hey, and I'm, I'm really good. Like I request my time off months yeah. in advance. Like I always make sure that like I have, you guys have enough notice preparation. Yeah. But even that, like, I don't, I'm okay. Not getting paid. I yeah. never take time off more than a week. I'm okay not getting paid. I can save myself in that way. Whatever. If I know, I can map it out correctly. But, like, I hate having to, like, have PTO to, like, take time off. I hate all that. Yeah. Like, I hate that I gotta ha- I have to be at a company for, like, a year and a half to have enough PTO to go on a vacation twice a year. That's so stupid. Yeah. Like, how is that fair? If I want to go on vacation three times a year one for a week one for two days and one for four I should be able to do that yeah they're all gonna be spread out it's not like I'm going back to back to back yeah I should be able to do that yeah I mean and it's it's wild how we let higher ups and companies and all this stuff like you guys take vacations whenever you want you can do that whenever you want like that's bullshit like why are you taking a vacation for two weeks and then you come back for three months and you take a vacation again for another week? Yeah. Bro, what about me? <laughs> no. But I just look at it that way, definitely. And I mean, life, I I feel like, especially because I'm like, we're young, that I feel that we should be able to go and live experiences. Yeah. And that we shouldn't have to wait until we're older. And that's like, yeah, you know, event planning all that stuff you make hella money yeah you start doing that you make hella money I mean just from what I did I was making decent money yeah and it sucks going from that to back down to fucking minimum wage wage yeah I get it and like like, I always said like I want to be able to pick up and go as I please yeah (laughs) and not have to fucking worry or be or feel bad that I'm requesting time off again for that's, whatever. That's the dream. Yeah. And I mean, the only way to make a dream a reality is to do it. And yeah, you know what sucks about that is you get into this mindset of yeah, that's the only way to make it happen. That's the only way to make it happen. It's but just then it's there's good. the how do I make it happen, and then yeah. there's the well I'm scared to make it happen and then there's a well I do do this for a living right now I do do that like do I have the time to do this I'm always tired I'm always like there's always something and it sucks because you have to overcome yourself in order to get to that and it's either gonna happen or it's not gonna happen yeah I need a big push (laughs) researched it and stuff it's just actually doing doing it and yeah. figuring out like what's the best way to go about it. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. Sambo. 
It's the fear of striking out. Yeah. Because, like, it's the thing is, starting a business is an investment. And if it doesn't work out, you lose money. Losing money. You lose money. And that sucks. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to lose money. The goal is to make money. And it's like, how far are you like are you willing to go to like when's when do you stop like trying you know what I mean like what's like the cutoff point of like this is not gonna work out the way I want it to like I just need to cut it off when you accept defeat yeah but I feel like I would easily give in to like like, if it's not working out, I would easily just be, like... Throwing in the towel. Yeah, just because I would get frustrated. Yeah. Even if it wasn't, like, the right moment, you know? Yeah. Is it, like, it. I know it takes time, but then I'm also, like, this is taking too fucking long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Which I can't be like that if I want to do this. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, most people who start um, businesses, right, they stay with their main job until they're, they yeah. match. They match. Or I think it's until you double what you're actually making, that's when you should quit. Yeah. It's something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I know we kind of jumped all over the map of podcast episode but i think because i think that's what happens in our conversation yeah um so i think as always just want to remember if you ever want to message us or need someone to talk to safe space honestly any outlet anything don't be afraid you have the social media accounts down below in the group or personal anything you know always reach out if you want to talk about a certain topic like you want us to talk about it everything we're not like remains anonymous nothing dressed uh-huh. um just tell us and um yeah we love talking to you guys yeah. look at the social media tag sound and also it might help to give us a thumbs up if you're watching this on youtube yeah comments too anything anything Watch us on everything so listen to us on everything yeah like our tiktok yeah oh yeah <laughs> like just okay. stare at them i put in work in those okay <laughs> all right thanks, guys thanks for listening everyone we yes. love you and thanks for listening to episode 10 girls night from a distance yes bye bye <laughs>